Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the list in your boy at fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. They're on fire! Boom shakalaka! 200 strong! What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at this is Fightful Wrestling's List and Your Boy for September 14th, 2022. We want to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we had a great show last week. We had a very nice post show that went over 30 minutes. Last week was our most watched live show ever. Going to be a few less people tuning in this week. But uh, we also had the list goes on on Fightful Select. I'll brag about Fightful Select later. But while you're here, please leave a thumbs up. Donate a super chat or a humper chat to get your question or statement read on the air. I see some of you uh, asking questions uh, in the chat. Go over to uh, humperchats.com or donate a super chat here on YouTube to get those answered. Jimmy, how you doing? Doing good, man. I guess all you need is a thumbnail that says the latest on CM Punk. Yeah, it's all you need. All you yep. need, and the people uh, will mean, just come on in. And there's so much more that I can't even, I can't report yet. Um, but still, a lot of a lot of details that that aren't necessarily out there. I mean, okay, so today on Fightful Select, we had reported that Pat Buck mm-hmm. is back at work there. That's good news for him. I heard he was one of the integral figures in breaking the damn fight up. Christopher Daniels and Michael Nakazawa were always planned to go to Japan. They're over there right now. They're going to be taking some bookings. Kenny Omega is also over there, but uh, we'll have some more detail on on what exactly he's going to do over there because what he had planned to do is not what he's going to do. I know what he's doing. He's having dessert with Kota Ibushi. That, that too, which is very, very nice for, yeah. for many reasons. But and playing what look like really shitty video games. No, that was the Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection. So oh, I I'm just going to say to you, shut your fucking mouth. How dare you? And How look really dare you? pixelated, really old. Yeah, it's the no. Ninja Turtles Cowabunga collection. I bought it last week, Jimmy. What's it from? Uh, the NES days. And is it on a new console now? Yeah. Yeah. Really? 
Interesting. Interesting. You I heard they're bringing Goldeneye back. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm sure it is, Jimmy. Um, yeah. Don't ever disrespect Ninja Turtles like that in my presence. Looks like a shitty game. Don't don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Pixelated, I, I, old, and shitty. Listen, uh, you, sounds like your microphone right now, Jimmy. Cutting in, cutting out. Maybe you should actually plug in your cords there. Uh, no, anyway. it ke- it keeps on reducing, and I don't know why it's doing it. It keeps doing it's it pixelated and shitty, Jimmy. Anyway, <laughs> old pixelated please. and shitty. What was that? Old muted. Anyway, um, leave a thumbs up on this video. Let's see people saying, Jimmy, let's fix your mic, sir. There you go. Yeah, I don't uh, Robert Gacy, Jimmy, I love you, but WTF, dude. People are not happy with this <laughs> horrible thing that you just said, and, and I don't blame them uh, whatsoever. But we got details on that. Um, Adam Ulrich says, hey, Sean, was looking at the AEW site this weekend. I saw Julia Hart no longer there on the roster. Any idea she's left or been released? No, she was never on it. She was never announced as a full-time signee of that. I mean, you look at that that roster, they still got Alan Angels sitting on there. So it doesn't really matter. They got rid of Bobby Fish. Like, Alan Angels is reiterated to Fightful. No, he is not a part of that company anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody says the pot calling the kettle pixelated. <laughs> well, anyway, guys. At least they didn't say old. We've, we've got more details on the CM Punk thing uh, and the suspensions and whatnot over on FightfulSelect.com. We have details on uh, an AEW regular that is signed with the company. We're going to have the list goes on and tons more stuff. I know a bunch of you signed up for the CM Punk deal, but we got news every day, usually at least a couple things. But um, up until today, at least some of the people who haven't returned do not know when their suspensions are up. So... Right, there's right. there's an awful lot still going on there, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, but what, what do you got on the list today? Well, the first thing that I want to do is send condolences to the family of Elias Theodoru, um, former UFC fighter, good Canadian boy from the Toronto area, yeah. passed away last Sunday at the really young age of 34 from cancer. And it was back in 2016 when Fightful first started and I had, you know, some of these grandiose ideas and, and Fightful wasn't really ready for them yet. We were too new and we hadn't really established a following yet. But I had these ideas and one of them was I wanted to have different weekly podcasts with different personalities. I wanted, you know, some in pro wrestling, some in, some in MMA. So we had on the wrestling side, Vince Russo and Matt Riddle and, and Hurricane Helms. And on the MMA side, Frank Trigg and Sean Pearson. And we had Elias Theodoru. Uh, I got connected to him through Showdown Joe Ferraro who used to do MMA stuff for us. And Joe used to work for Roger Sportsnet in Canada. So he was well-connected to UFC fighters. I met Elias through Joe, ended up uh, doing a weekly podcast with him for a while. He was a good dude. You know, Sean and I have talked about him off the air, you know, this week. And uh, Elias was just a good guy. I didn't know him all that well. We used to text a couple. Yeah, we used to text a couple times a week back then. Uh, And he would always tell me about, because he trained a lot out of Montreal. He he trained at George St. Pierre's gym. And then he also trained in the Toronto area. So we would talk about stuff like that. He was always smiling, no ego, you know, very laid back guy. Listen, all due respect to those other guys, he was by far the easiest one to deal with. Right. By far the easiest one. Yeah, he was was just a good laid back guy. Didn't take himself too seriously. And uh, and hearing that news is it's it's sad. You know, you and I have talked off the air about stuff like this makes you aware of your own mortality. You know, a guy 34 years old in peak physical condition, 
it's sad, man. Nothing and, you can do about it. Like there's, there's just some things like that. There's nothing you can do. I mean, the man took care of himself as well as, as anybody else did. And an incredible fighter too. I, I compared him to like a high level knuckleballer in baseball. He had such a, a, an awkward fighting style that people couldn't figure him out. Like they couldn't figure out how to solve the puzzle of him. He fought as recently as December and one right. fight, like right. Um, always helpful. Every single time I reached out to him, he got back to me. Every time I had a question, every time if I had like a training question, if I, especially MMA psychology, because I mean, that's, that's what he, that's what he sort of made his career on was the fact that his style was not conventional, but he still beat people. And I would, I would pick his brain about a lot of that stuff. And I, I tried to push him into pro wrestling a couple of years ago whenever he, he left the UFC. Uh, he had told me that he had entertained the idea of that, but um, he passed on, passed on some, I think, PFL and Bellator offers so he could help continue to push, uh, say, cannabis use among fighters. And he got a, a TUE for that, the first athlete in North America. Like, that, that's very, very big. But... Um, Man, he was he was just such a great dude, such a helpful guy. And again, like you said, no ego on a guy like that who is a by all means a 21 and 3 career fighter if you include uh, the ultimate fighter as well. Yeah, and uh didn't like I said didn't, didn't uh, take himself too seriously. He was the first ever ring boy. <laughs> yes. In a in a in a in an all women's MMA promotion in Victa, there he was wearing like you know little shorts, carrying the uh, the card around with a smile on his face because I think he found it kind of funny and and you know the attention that he got for it. So yeah, my condolences to his family. Sean texted me when was that Monday morning, uh, and I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. You know, so yeah. it's 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 unfortunate. Uh, I mean, Showdown Joe, who you know I still keep in touch with. Heartbroken over this too. They they did a lot of great work with us on uh, Fightful, but oh man, this is this uh, this was a huge gut punch this week. That guy was just so great. Uh, I, you'll never hear anybody say anything but wonderful things about Elias Theodoru. He is just uh, just a, just going to be missed so much. But oh man, uh, we, I'm, I'm fortunate and, and glad that we have those memories with him, but. Uh, guys, I encourage you guys uh, donate to his GoFundMe that is on his uh, Twitter as well and, and help out a great cause. We got some people sending in some chats. KE775 says, heard anything on this latest NXT revamp? I'm trying. I'm digging. Um, I think it was a surprise to plenty of people that were there as well. Uh, go ahead. Can I just get a 2.0? Was that a Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard? Yes. yes okay. I figured. figured. Okay. All right. Yeah. So now I guess we're doing one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> we're going back. Yeah, because it's a little bit a little bit of both, isn't it? It's I, I love I really much preferred the production of 2.0, like turning the lights on in the damn building. Like I love that. Like, thank God I can actually see what's going on in that ring. Javier says Tiffany's been absent at NXT these past weeks. Any news on her? Uh, I'm I'm working to find out more, but I haven't really heard much of anything. I mean, some people get cycled out, you know. Some people have minor injuries, but I haven't heard anything specifically. I had a lot of people asking. Like, I mean, I always get more people that ask when when people aren't around. Like, I can tell you this, all due respect to Tiffany Stratton, we've never gotten a Tiffany Stratton super chat on this show ever uh, since uh, since she debuted. But when she's gone, all of a sudden we do. I was happy to see 
Wendy Chu uh, back at, at the the live event as well because they were both out of action after that that lights out match. But I'll work to find out. I'll try to find out. I had heard stuff a while back about how NXT was going to do some touring around Florida. Mm-hmm. Have they been doing any of that? Because I, from from a yeah. television perspective, I would love them to get out of the PC and and make the aesthetic look a little bit different. Yeah, they they did. They did uh, this past weekend. They had some, and that's that's what gets a lot of these performance center talent uh, on the show or on in the ring. Right, get rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got Joel Wood saying my weekly inquiry, but going to add a couple names to it. What percentage do you see the following names returning to WWE? Wyatt, Sasha, Naomi, Jonah, Good Brothers. Wyatt, I'll put it 80%. I think he'll probably pop up this month or something. Maybe I'll just casually drop that. People are going to report that. (laughs) Sasha, Naomi, I've got it 50-50. Jonah, I've got it a good 70%. Good Brothers, 40%, I think. I think they're still doing some stuff with New Japan as well. We got people are going to say Sean Ross Sap reports that Ray White is debuting at the next pay per view. Let them just subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Radamas says if the elite is out, does Tony rebrand Ring of Honor to all everything wrestling? Or does no, he's not going to rebrand ROH. AEW will not become ROH. I mean, they might change what the the middle initial of all elite wrestling means, maybe. Uh, I think it would be kind of weird to call them the elite. If I think they'll leave it. I think, yeah, maybe Uh, we've got Zach Schimmel says, hi, Jimmy SRS. Hope you've been well. Still owe you all 80 memberships. I plan on doing more tonight. If you ever need a moderator for select, I have no problem helping. If you want it, I I might be looking into that very, very soon. I thank you so much Uh, for these memberships. He's passing on YouTube. I'm putting up a lot of unreleased interviews including one with Davey Richards where he was getting tattooed in the middle of it and I couldn't run it. So you guys are going to see some of the stuff that I couldn't release. Why would he do an interview at that moment? No, he's such a nice guy too. Like <laughs> I, he offered to do it again afterwards and I just didn't have time, but I was like, Oh man, but he's a very nice guy. H man says, considering the stream title, AEW to WWE for 7.02.7 million. The inflation rate of the combined $4.2 million WWE paid for WCW property. Uh, that ain't happening. AEW is not going to sell to WWE anytime. Is that soon. what they meant by that? I don't know. Yeah, because that know. ain't, that, that's not going to, people need to, you know, we talked about this last week. People got to understand just because lately there's been a little bit of backstage turmoil in AEW, they're doing fine. They're doing you know fine. What I mean? They're, they're, they're top three every Wednesday night on cable, every single Wednesday night. The I believe Meltzer said the last pay-per-view, what did he say, 135,000 buys or something was yeah. the early estimate. They're doing fine. They're doing fine. They're not going anywhere. They're going to so, get a big increase on their next rights too. Speaking of, one of the big things was, or one of the big pieces of turmoil this past week after some of the, I don't want to say the dust settled on the CM Punk elite fight, but Ryan Frederick of Wrestling Observer had said that that the Young Bucks had been in touch with WWE, sent out feelers. I can tell you guys that that a source that I utilize very often had at least heard this. And it's a source that is, quite frankly, always right that I talked to. They had heard that. And the person that they talked to swore up and down, yeah, it happened, it happened. Well, Dave Meltzer said that the Young Bucks, or at least people near him, said that that didn't happen. That's in line with what we had reported right after that. I spoke to people that would know, that that were like, I haven't been given any indication of that. And they figured that they would be the people that would be asked for that. Like, so 
I don't, I mean, obviously the Young Bucks aren't going to say, oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we did that. Why would they? They're under contract till the end of 2023. So mm, that, that, and, and then I had people, Jimmy, that worked with higher ups that are like, well, why would they need to send feelers? They negotiated straight with Triple H in 2018. Why would he not be interested in them now? He's a more Young Bucks friendly boss than Vince McMahon ever would have been. Yeah. So I mean, oh. there were there were definitely reasons to sort of sort of doubt that, which is why I didn't report it in the first place. To me, it's a leverage play. Like if you are a upper level talent, you know, and, and the Bucks are an upper level talent, you're gonna want to try to maximize your next contract. Yeah. They're gonna. Now, does that mean that they're gonna just pick up the phone? and call Triple H and say, hey, let's talk contract. No. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Not going to do that because there is there is language in their deal about you know about uh, about doing things like that, tampering as we talk about whatever. But uh, any any talent whose contract is coming up, say within the next year, you'd be foolish to not send out feelers to other companies to try sure. to maximize your next deal. And the bucks like Nick now is, is I think mid thirties. Uh, Matt is mid to late thirties. This could be their final big money contract coming up, yeah. depending on how long they sign for. You want to try to, to maximize that deal. doesn't mean they're going to leave AEW. It means that they want to try to get the best leverage. I have, I have no issue with this at all. I think that most guys probably do it on the down low. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it's something that happens. That's, sure. that's the reality of it. It happens. Sure. It's going to keep happening. Yep. Uh, Dr. Dr. LS Word says, last and Cornette said Omega told the meeting that he would have not have hired 80% of the wrestlers. What was the reaction of the wrestlers? So I haven't heard that from any actual wrestlers. I've heard that from people that claim that they've heard that, but not the actual wrestlers. Honestly, that, that sounded like something that Omega would say as a joke. Like, I couldn't imagine he'd be serious in saying that. That sounds like a way to really piss everybody off. But yeah, probably not the setting to joke about it anyway, because like people are walking on eggshells that day. Yeah, but if you like lighten the mood and you're you're talking to talent, you're like, well, personally, I wouldn't have hired eighty percent of you guys anyway. Like, I've I've heard much worse. <clears throat> Joel says it'd be extremely weird that the four people besides Tony that started AEW as an alternative could realistically end up in WWE by twenty twenty four. Well, I mean, realistically, they almost ended up there in 2019. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, on the record, in interviews with me, said they almost signed there. So, I mean, that, and they were, for significantly less money than what they'd make now, by the way, for yeah. significantly worse creative than they would have now, right? Uh, but 
Graham asked an important question. Jimmy, could you manage a target? I, th- I think I, I think I'd have a decent shot. I'd have a decent shot. I, I, no, I think it's I, I do think it's sort of minimizing to imply that it's like super easy to manage a target. Sure. I sure. don't know their stock. I don't know. Like, are, so, are you suggesting are you suggesting Graham's asking me that because it's an easy job? Is that your suggestion? Maybe, but I mean, that, I think that's what CM Punk said, implied. I think he said yes, that actually it was easy. I yes. don't think it's easy to manage a target. I no. think it'd be very difficult to manage a target. Sure, it's a, it's, it's a large store, lots of employees. Sure. Yeah. K775 says, what do you make of Toxic Attraction on SmackDown? Filling in, or do you think a call-up is coming soon? Have you heard anything on LDF? LDF is supposed to come up, yes. So I have heard that. Toxic Attraction, I don't know how you could look at how they they looked on SmackDown the two times they were on it and say they shouldn't be up. I think JC Jane gets it to a very, very extreme degree. Um, and, and Gigi is right there as well. But, um, yeah. It's nice to have tag teams that are not thrown together, singles people put together into a tag team. Yeah. So uh, Dean Ambrose says, I'm sure it's that one, says, Here's a couple of what ifs. What if Bucks and Omega approached TK instead of Punk? What if Cody was still in AEW as an EVP? Would Punk have still vented on all the EVPs that would have been specific? I think he would have been more specific. Um, but, I mean, you probably should have approached Tony Khan at first, but I, I know that they approached the, the chief legal officer and another coach. Tony wasn't available at that particular time, but that's why you let things kind of cool down regardless I think it was not handled well from any that, that's one thing I can say. I don't think it was handled well from anybody, but that being said, I don't know whose fault it was or the, 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 in the specific details of what happened. And we'll never know if you're waiting for like a Mitchell report, like the steroid scandal in baseball, it ain't coming out. There ain't going to be one. It's always going to be, he said, she said, mm-hmm. unless they all get into a room together and they decide to do a tell all show. Also, if they do it and they parody it, it would be the greatest BTE segment of all time, Jimmy. We're talking about people throwing chairs. We're talking about people getting bit. Kenny Omega rushing a dog out of the room. Michael Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler breaking it up. That would be the greatest being the elite skit of all time. You saying with Punk there in the skit? Is that what you're saying? If he if he would do it, yeah, of course. It'd be the greatest <laughs> skit ever. If they make it as ridiculous. So, Jimmy, they once had a skit where Cody Rhodes threw a chair across the room over Nick Jackson's head and they slowed it down and it'd be so it was so dramatized. I saw that it. that actually happened. Yeah. In in this situation. And it, it's so funny because the only details, because you know, I got punk and steel side of things via some people very close to them. And the same with Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And, you know, wrestling news sites, we're going to report rumors. That's just what happens. That's that's going to be the nature of it. But the only thing, like, really consistent in the entire thing was a steel bit a guy and a chair was thrown and there was a physical altercation. Other than that, a lot of the details of who caused what are foggy. But I was like, well, well how, how are both sides that that on the same page about about that specific thing and they're like you there was no denying that somebody got bit you could see it you could physically see it that that happened so i think a lot of it uh it, it comes down to you know who 
I, I think it's a, it's acknowledged that Punk hit Matt Jackson, and so I, I think Not a lot of the, sides. There, there's there's a little bit. There's still there wasn't an outright like. There were reasons that some of this stuff wasn't admitted. I'm sure. Exactly. Exactly. Like I don't think anybody wants to show guilt. You know, of course. And, and, and yeah. And as far as the, as far as, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of stuff online about what's the latest with punk. What's the latest with punk. If I'm Tony Khan, I have no sense of urgency. Punk's no. punk's injured. He's going to be out for a while anyway. Yeah. Take your time. So, yeah. Like out. I just, I don't see it. And I want to say something else. Um, Meltzer said that he wouldn't be surprised if there's lawsuits that come out of this. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, and I saw a Bixen span. Uh, he posted on Twitter about what kind of lawsuits would there be? And he was talking about punk specifically. Yeah. What kind of lawsuits would there be? I I don't know punk, but I do know legal somewhat. I've been on both sides of it. After what happened with the Cabana thing, I don't know that CM Punk is going to want to get in 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 the middle of a lawsuit again. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Fair. So like, the, especially the question, with AEW. Yeah, like the the question was, what could he sue for? What could he sue for? I mean, if he really wanted to, let's say they fire wrongful termination, uh, unsafe work environment, whatever. I don't know if he's going to want to go and, down that road. And and look at CM Punk. Like, we don't know his deal. Maybe he's maybe he got signed as an employee instead of an independent contractor. Like, there are a lot of options that that could have happened there. Like, we that we don't know. He would have absolutely have had the leverage to say, "No, you got to give me health care. You got to give me this. You got to give me that too." If anybody did, it's him, right? I think worst case scenario, they settle and there's an NDA. Like, let's say if they sure. if they decide we cannot make amends with Punk and he's not going to come back, uh, settlement NDA I think is the way to go. I'd be surprised if Punk files a lawsuit over this thing. And I mean, I, I think that if Punk is no longer there, which is what a lot of talent want, a lot of talent don't want him there. I think he's going to try to get the balance of his deal. I think he's going to try to get the entire contract paid out. Right, right. I mean, and there's still. Is it true that he could be out till spring with his injury? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, time heals all wounds. You never know if by then maybe the talent have pulled a 180 and now they kind of want that that uh, you know a little shot of of energy to the company. You never know. It's more about the backstage environment. And mm. after the scrum thing, there were there were a lot of people fed up. A lot of people especially even that, that stood to benefit from CM Punk being around just and, and traditionally have just weren't necessarily thrilled. Mm. We got uh, Brian P. Moore saying shout out to all the target managers out there working class <laughs> unite. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely don't like minimizing that kind of work. That is hard work and people work really hard doing that. Uh, throwback says with NXT 2.0, just passing a year, what are your thoughts on the past year? What do you see coming returning to NXT? Do you see the North American title being used as a bridge between the brand? Who's next in the next year to be a breakout? Carmelo Hayes is going to be a breakout for sure. Um, I think Toxic Attraction on the main roster will break out. Uh, Thea Hale, I think, in NXT will, will do exceptionally well. I keep saying they need to bring up Wendy Chu. I keep keep saying she can be the women's division Santino, and they could really use one there. Have that entertaining, comedic character, but at the same time, she's way better than Santino ever was in the ring. Uh, thoughts on the last year? I lost interest in NXT. Loved the production, lost interest in it. Um, the over-the-top character work wasn't for me, but it was for a lot of people. So I think you got to find a healthy balance between those. It felt like 90, 1990s WWE. Yeah. Oftentimes. And you're right about some of the over-the-top. It, it, that's why it's no surprise this was a Vince Man Bruce Pritchard brainchild. To, to do 2.0 because it did feel kind of over the top early 90s wwe 
So I'm curious what Hunter comes up with because we we've talked about the 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 gold and black NXT and they were selling out 10,000 seat arenas. They had everybody on their feet for the main events. They haven't had that in a long time, but they got the talent. Yeah. So I'll be curious. <laughs> Our good friend Demon Diva says, for a good laugh, go read the Mindy's Bakery reviews. Oh, yeah. The Mindy's Bakery. You could not buy that kind of advertising, Jimmy. Like, there are going to be people that when they visit Chicago, they're just going to go to Mindy's Bakery. Oh, now. they already have, I'm sure. Yeah, sure of course. Like, it's the winner of this. The only winner of this is Mindy's Bakery. That's Hell, we had, we had people go to Trevor Strong's YouTube page. Huh? Okay. I take that back. Fightful kind of one in this situation. Too. <laughs> so I'd be lying bit. if I said that, that we didn't. Uh, hopefully I get that new Bronco soon. But uh, Jimmy, what do you got on the list? We finally got through Super Chats, Humper Chats. Make sure you guys keep sending them in. Leave those thumbs up as well. All right. I want to talk about a somewhat polarizing topic. I can't wait to see what the live chat has to say about this later. Uh, I posted this on Twitter on Friday and it got a bigger reaction than I thought it would. I want to ask your thoughts on the number of titles that are currently in AEW. I don't and like it. <laughs> what, I, well, what I had posted on Twitter is that there are currently 13 titles that are featured on AEW television. Uh, you know, the World, TNT, TBS, Women's Title, All Atlantic, Tag Team Trios, FTW. Then they've also got the Ring of Honor titles currently featured on, uh, on AEW television. You responded to me on Twitter and you said, hey, you forgot about the AAA tag team titles. You forgot about the AAA mixed tag titles, the IWGP title. Somebody else said to me, hey, they got the Ring of Honor women's, but Mercedes is injured, but they got the Ring yeah. of Honor women's. It's a shit ton of titles. And of course, it became polarizing because there's a lot of AEW loyalists that said, whoa, 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 WWE's got as many or more. And they're missing the point. Because the point that I was trying to make is that all of those titles are featured on three hours of AEW programming a week. Dynamite and Rampage feature all of those belts, and all of those belts at one point or another are defended on Dynamite and Rampage. And the difference is WWE has them segmented. So like the NXT titles are only on NXT. The Raw brand titles are only on Raw. The SmackDown brand titles are only on SmackDown. When's the last time, Sean, that you saw the Raw women's title defended on SmackDown? When's the last time that the North American title was defended on Raw? That's the difference. Well, I mean, you're about to see the North American title all over SmackDown. Well, sure. Okay, fine. That's one example. But but you don't see 15 WWE titles defended on Raw. Yeah. Like over the course of any period of time. In AEW, all of those belts that I mentioned are featured and defended on Dynamite and on Rampage. And I think it's too much. I think that it tarnishes the value of the titles. Um, a lot of people don't agree with me. What are your thoughts? So, Jimmy, uh, I can go back to one of the first wrestling shows I ever worked on. And I worked on some really crap level indie shows. And there was this, this, these two guys, and they were the worst workers I ever worked against. And they hadn't wrestled in like three or four years. And they brought their own title belts. And they said, well, our gimmick is that we're traveling champions. And I was like, where, the, where have you traveled to? Where have you been? I was like, if you walk out there with those, it cheapens anything else that is on that show for like people that actually show up here and wrestle every week or every month. I feel like having a title in every single thing cheapens things. It really does. Now I get it. You're working with a bunch of different companies. And I, I don't think they needed the All Atlantic Championship. I agree. Uh, I, agree. I don't think they need the FTW championship. If I agree, if you're going to do that or, you know, pick one or the other, 
And if so, well, you don't need the pure TV title. If you want to have the ROH world title in there, okay, that's that's got some prestige to it as well. I'm sure they didn't expect to to not have a TV deal for ROH. Yep. But then, like, out of nowhere, they're like, hey, well, we're going to do the ROH six-man tag titles again. Why, why'd you need them back? Like, you could have dealt with that later on. There's there's just so many to there is where too many. it does minimize that. And I always felt that way. You can say that. Eh, well, eh, don't criticize AEW. I said that about WWE. I said that about New Japan. Uh, Triple H had the balls to say, uh, we're not just going to create titles to make them. Then he did NXT women's tag titles. Those titles should have never existed. It, all the time they're doing new New Japan titles. Like, my God, man. Yeah, and somebody, somebody was trying to also defend this by by saying that CMLL has like 20 titles or something. I don't think that's good either. And no, no. And, and I agree. Like, when every match on your card has somebody come out with a belt on their shoulder, it's not a big deal anymore. It's like that Oprah Winfrey meme, you know, you get a title and you get a title and you get a title. It's just too much. And I understand, like you just said, I understand the ring of honor situation. You know, Tony Khan buys the brand. They had a pay-per-view scheduled at that time. Now that means you've got contracted talent that have title belts. And what are you going to do? Are you going to have them sitting at home twiddling their thumbs because you don't have a TV deal? Probably. Well, that's what's happening right now. Samoa Joe and a few guys, but then also like Claudio, they make a place for, and, yeah. and, and the pure title they've made a place for. It's too many belts. I think that if they don't yet have a TV deal for ring of honor, they should create maybe a YouTube only show, maybe do it a little bit different, like a studio. Or something. Listen, they've already got two of them. Rebrand one, call right. one, like slap an ROH logo on top of ROH, uh, elevation to be dark, or I don't know, get this. Like maybe each day of the tapings, you film an extra two or four matches. So once one time a week, you do ROH showcase. Here's your match, like a little thirty minute show or something like that. You can have a title match. There, there's a lot of different ways to do it. I'm sure Tony Khan's probably thought of this stuff. I'm sure somebody's probably also given this, given this direction to him as well. There's got to be a reason why that hasn't happened. But I, I do agree, though. Like, why would they make an All-Atlantic title? What, what's the point? Why Why do that? I understand that the FTW title, when Taz had a stable, yeah. you know? But they don't have a stable anymore. So Hook doesn't need to be the FTW champion. They just quietly I mean, let it go. Impact didn't need a digital media championship. Exactly, like, right. All this stuff, like, all of it. And I get it because when you got so much content, there's main event. Then there's the main eventers who just aren't in the main event. <laughs> Then there's like the upper card, mid card, lower card tag team. But now there's so many tag teams that they're like, oh, well, let's do a six man. Well, now a bunch of your six mans are out of action. So what are you going to do there? It's it's best to have more depth in the ring instead of uh, more titles to make it appear like there's more depth. Right. I agree. I, I saw one of FTR. He posted on uh, Twitter. might have been Dax. He posted on Twitter, gee, I sure miss, uh, you know, two-man versus two-man tag team matches. Yeah. Because they were doing so many trios matches. Yeah. But I actually, I personally like the trios matches. Uh, it's something different, and and I like it. But they got way too Me many too. belts. Way too many belts. Well, okay, I... I, God damn, ahead. you are the fucking worst at that, Jimmy. The okay, worst. Watch your language. That's not professional. You I never swear on the show. Yeah. I never swear. I do. I do a lot. I do too. Listen, I do too. you know what else I swear? Okay. I swear by NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 
whether I'm in Canada next month or Cincinnati this past weekend, LA last month, I used NordVPN.com slash Fightful to change my virtual location with just one click. Right now you get a great deal plus an additional four months free when you use NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You, you happy there, Jimmy? I'm good. You can you can watch AEW Plus, the old WWE Network, or get UFC pay-per-views at a much more reduced rate by subscribing to overseas services. And you get that online threat protection as well. Block annoying pop-up ads. Block malware. Block online trackers. And it works on all your devices. And they also have three great tiers, so you can pick whichever you need. A VPN, a pass, a locker, NordVPN.com slash Fightful has you covered on all that stuff and a 30-day money-back guarantee. What a deal. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Good job, Sean. I was going to bring up NXT next, but we already talked about it. Um, I am going to ask you, though, have you heard about any plans for this new rebranding at all? Not yet. Still okay. working on it. Okay. And what about, so Sola Sokoa wins the North American title. Uh, everybody online is saying, oh, Sammy's got to win the 24-7 title now. I said, this, up, I said this six weeks ago, Jimmy. I've seen a lot of others on this. They all took it from you. I don't know. But but that is six weeks ago. But uh, that would be funny if he wins and then he pretends like he's as important as Roman. That would yes. be funny. And and they just nobody goes after it because they're afraid of the bloodline. The that bloodline. would be great. Right, right, right. Carmelo, do you think he's headed to the main roster now, or do you think that he's headed to an NXT World Title program with Braun Breaker? Uh, maybe a little bit of both. I could see him doing a program with Breaker, losing it, and then uh, then going up to the main roster. Okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, Want to get your that's, thoughts? That's just on- my hunch. It's not a report. I know people will be like, hey, Sean Sand. <laughs> Yeah, right after they say Sean said that Bray Wyatt's debuting on the next pay-per-view, they're going to say, and Sean said Carrello Hayes is going to SmackDown. Exactly. That's what they're going to say. Okay, I want to get your thoughts on this because this has been another kind of a polarizing topic. Uh, Two champions or one champion in WWE. So some people like the idea of one champion and just have them rotate challengers, Raw SmackDown. Yeah, uh, but not a part timer like Roman. It should be on a full timer that can be on TV every week. Other people think, well, there should be two champions. You know, one that that's featured on Raw, one that's featured on SmackDown. I personally like the idea of one champion because then you yeah. know who the world champion is. But again, they should be on TV every single week. Uh, what are your thoughts? I agree. Um, I had people say, "Oh, it makes it feel more special," and. No, booking good shows makes it feel more special. You you mean to tell me that because Roman wasn't on, like never shows up on Mondays, and that's just his deal, not his fault they put the titles on them, that it makes it better? No, book a good show, book a good match, book a good storyline that makes me care about it. Like, that's what I care about. Not the, oh, well, he's never there, so that makes it feel more special. Who? I don't get it. I, I don't get it. They're talking like a Brock Lesnar thing. I, I don't, you don't, like, you no, know, they're talking about Roman Reigns right now is what they're no, talking I, about. I get it, but I, I get it. But that that's their mentality is that, well, he's he's more of a featured attraction, like Andre the Giant back in the day. More sure, of a featured he, attraction. He can be that with one title. Right. I agree. And you can and you can you can still I think that they should still have somebody that's on the show every week. They don't have to wrestle every week, mm-hmm. but it'd be nice to have somebody that's on the show every week. 
And I feel like that's one thing that's kind of missing. Have you seen Roman's interview on Logan Paul's podcast yet? Not yet. How is it? I've started watching it. I've, I've seen maybe the first 10, 15 minutes of it. Um, really good ambassador for the company. Like he's become oh, a really yeah. good ambassador, really smart, presents really well, really good communicator. He's more low key than say a John Cena or Dwayne Johnson, mm -hmm. but uh really well-spoken guy. And I loved what he had to say about cutting shitty promos. Really? So, what do you say? so you know how we've talked before about how I really wish a guy in Roman Reigns position would say, I'm not saying that stupid shit, not saying, saying that stupid shit. Roman said that here we are almost eight years later and he still gets ripped for the suffering succotash. Yeah. And he said that that was like eight years ago. So he said, you know, eight years ago, you know, they tell me to do it and I, and I do it. He said, now I've built up the equity where I'm not going to say stupid shit. Yes. And I loved knowing that I loved knowing that he refuses to cut these shitty promos because every, every top guy should have the same mentality where they hand him something stupid. And he's like, I'm just not saying that stupid shit. It yep. feels like they don't do it enough. So I loved hearing that. Uh, but that but then again, you got Sasha and Naomi who weren't happy with creative and, mm -hmm. and they walked out and a bunch of people said they were unprofessional, including the company themselves. I guess, but kind of different. It's like I, they didn't, they didn't like it. That one had to be, I can't remember the story. I don't one know about that. They, they were tag champs and instead they were put into a singles feud that they were both going to lose instead of a tag feud that they wanted to, to, you know, build equity in the tag team titles that they held. I look at it like I, I understand their disgruntlement, if that's the right word. I understand. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a way to do things from a professional point of view. So if you look at Moxley, right? Moxley was like, these promos are stupid. And you got me doing stupid shit. And you got me wearing a fucking mask and whatever yeah. it was. But he wrote out his contract and he did the professional thing. Roman Reigns never said, not only am I not saying suffer and suck attached, but fuck you and I'm going home. He didn't do that. And so to me, there's a difference in the way that you handle yourself. And I don't necessarily agree with how Sasha and Naomi did it. I agree with their creative disgruntlement and I agree yeah. that they wanted the tag titles to look important. I don't agree with the way that they went about it. And, yeah. and that's a difference about them versus a, a Moxley. Uh, Roman never, I don't think had any creative issue to the point that he was like, fuck this, but, uh, Sure. That's the difference that between those people. That's how I look at it. That's fair. That's fair. What else you got? So Logan Paul. So first he gets Hunter on uh, live in person on his podcast. Now he's got Roman Reigns. Live Roman never does this stuff. You know, he's, live he's one of the biggest stars. Uh, in, actually, before we get into that point, actually, no, no, no. We'll get to that one first. Go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just thinking, I'm sure Logan's got a pretty good money deal with WWE because it's I'm a mutually sure, yeah. beneficial thing. He's got like the right demo and a lot of eyeballs. But He's a huge star, yeah. He is, he is. But given what he is getting back at a WWE now, you know, first he gets Hunter live in studio. Now he gets Roman live in studio. WWE could have said to him, let's do a zero cash barter deal. You do a couple matches a year for us. And, you know, give us a little bit of love on your podcast and we'll give you these guys exclusively, whatever in person. Yeah. I would have almost said done deal, zero cash barter deal. And it would yeah. have been a good deal because, uh, he did over a million views on the Roman interview already on YouTube. Um, he's, he's a major, major star uh, objectively. Sure. Yeah, for sure. And Roman's a big get. You don't see Roman doing a lot of yeah. sit down interviews like that. I, I can't recall the last time he did one like that. Going with fightful via cameo. <laughs> Yes, he did. Two years ago, Sean Ross app. Yes, he did. 
with his you, with his new veneers <laughs> people still people still look at that as the first subtle hint of a heel turn yeah because he healed on me because he healed on you with uh, yeah. the teeth yeah amazing amazing uh, we do have some super chats. We do have some humper chats. Throwback says, crazy idea, I have to ask. Do you think the IC US and North American title should be unified? You see the IC title defended on all brands. Crazy idea. Thank you, guys. I think those titles should stay separate. Um, Mid-card title and NXT is a good idea. Mid-card <laughs> title on each show is a good idea as well. Baby Brody says hi. Well, uh, hello, and we hope he's doing well, Throwback. It's always great to hear from you, but I don't think we're going to see those. No, and I, I don't want the North American title defended on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. If, if 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 Sokoa wants it on his shoulder when he when he's out there to make the bloodline yeah. look like they've all got gold, that's fine. I don't want it defended on the show. Thoughts on the PWI top ten. The top ten, Jimmy, are Roman Reigns, Okada, <sighs> CM Punk, Hangman Page, Bobby Lashley, Cody Rhodes, Brian Danielson, uh, Vikingo from AAA, Big E, and Jonathan Gresham. I heard the discourse because Mox wasn't in the top 10. Yeah. Um, I don't care at all. It, Me either. It, it, like good, good, good for them. I'm yeah. glad that anybody who's excited for it is excited for it. Can't relate to anybody that upset about it, but yeah. I agree. These rankings have never meant anything to me. To me, they're subjective. They, I mean, a couple of writers for a magazine decided on that list. It's subjective, doesn't mean anything. And with all due respect to Dave Meltzer, his star match rating doesn't mean shit to me either. It's yeah, it's, I mean, it's and one that's okay. That's opinion. okay. It's not yeah. not a disrespectful thing. It's just it's everybody's own personal opinion, and your opinion. Anybody's watching this means just as much as anybody else's. Sure, Corey says maybe Hook can join BCC. Um, I don't think that. I actually don't think that'd be a great fit. I don't. Dragon Master Adam says, personally, love all the the love the all Atlantic title giving indie companies and talent exposure. Yeah, I just want to see it actually used on AEW TV more often. That would be when he says give indie talent, what does he mean by that? Is 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 Pop defending it, it? Yeah, he defends it out on the indies sometimes. Okay, but that's not why they created it, right? Yeah. They created um, it to have a belt on television. No, I, I think they, they did it for a little bit of both reasons. But it, it did sit around for a while. Kells says going to AEW Albany tonight. Obviously, AEW's lost some momentum. Has there been any talks of spicing, changing things up? TK's comments to Meltzer about not trusting anyone seems very troubling. Used to hate Jimmy for saying it, but AEW needs stories. I think they do now. I think I think that a lot of times when they used to get criticized for needing stories, they had them. I think now they do need them more. I think that that, that has fallen off quite a bit. Uh, I mean, it was it was made clear to me in no uncertain terms that Tony Khan would be booking, whether it be ROH or or AEW or whatever that may be. It's too much. I mean, I, I've talked about this for months. It's too much. And I I think I showed you that uh, that quote when he when he told Meltzer that he doesn't trust anybody. Yeah. You know? I don't know if Tony's the right guy for that role. You know, it's, it's obviously he has a lot to offer the product. He's a, he's a very knowledgeable, uh, lifelong wrestling fan. Uh, he, I don't know if he's the right guy for that role. He might need to delegate, you know, to, to other people because say what you want about Miss McMahon. And, and a lot of people have said Vince was a carny and all of this Vince, you had to have thick skin to be Vince McMahon. Yeah. You had to, you can, and, and, you know, even when Vince was on Pat McAfee's podcast, and McAfee was saying, how do you feel when, you know, people say this or that? But it's like, I don't need, I don't, don't, don't even get a minute of thought. Yeah. 
like you have to have thick skin. Tony Khan's got a saying that, you know, I don't trust anybody and then losing his shit at the scrum because being asked about WWE running that weekend. Can't let that stuff happen. He's got to, he's got to try to, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but put it behind him or get it in the back of his mind. Caden sends a very expletive laden uh, <laughs> humper chat about the fact that Florida got beat by Kentucky and says Kentucky still sucks. Jimmy thoughts on Oilers off season. Campbell's contract is a massive gamble. Caden, stop trying to get yourself over. Nobody gives a shit about the Oilers. Hey, or oh, the Florida oh. Gators. Erroneous. Erroneous, Sean Rossap. First Canadian, time for everything, I guess. Canadian hockey markets are a passionate bunch. They're a passionate right. bunch. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers have a shot. Their defense is weak. I think Campbell will be fine. Their defense is a little weak, but uh, they have a shot. They went to the conference finals last year, Sean. That means they were in the final four of the NHL playoffs. They have a legitimate shot because they've got the best well, offense in the league. I think maybe they'd stand more of a chance if they use athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and get that AG1. Right now you get a one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. One tasty scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. Uh, last week, my diet was not great. I was trying to eat when I could, but I made sure I got my athletic greens in because I knew I was going to need it. It helped keep my energy up, helped support that energy and focus that I really needed. It aids with gut digestion or aids with gut health and digestion, and it supports a healthy immune system, which is helpful when you're working those long hours. And trust me, you want to be drinking that multivitamin. You don't want to be taking a multivitamin tablet that might just pass right through you. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful has improved their formula over 50 times in 10 years. So every few months, they're adapting with science, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. And it's got less than one gram of so sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, anything like that. Vitamins, minerals, dairy-free probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, superfood complexes, digestive enzymes, mushroom complexes. You get it all with Athletic Greens dot com slash fightful what was that you said you don't want the pill to, to go right through you is that you it said does i can't tell you i used to to work at a gnc and i would constantly get people in there especially a lot of strength and conditioning guys that would be like yeah i don't i'm not buying vitamin tablets because they don't break down very well inside you they pass right through you and then you don't get what you paid for there i could tell it. you something and i don't know if i should i don't know if i should go ahead um, all right, fine. Fuck it. I'll say it. So I used to know a guy that, uh, did autopsies. Okay. And he told me that one thing that he would commonly see is half digested multivitamins. Because you know how centrums, yep. central vitamins are like this big. Yeah. They're huge. Right. They're like that big. And it's hard. Like you just kind of talked about, you know, for the body to break that down. So he yep. said it was a very common thing that you would see. Half die, meaning that the other half never goes anywhere. They're yep. half just sitting there. Our strength and conditioning coach on our on our catch wrestling MMA team would constantly be like, "Do not eat multivitamins." He's like, "Get a drink, mix it up." That's what athleticgreens.com/slash/fightful is, my friends. Don't mind go. me. I'm at work. Says sorry if this is out of left field. Any word on ROH getting a streaming or TV deal? I know the Warner Discovery merger through a wrench and things, but getting that show up and running would fix a lot of the roster bloat. Nope, there has been nothing, nothing new on it that I've heard about in months, quite honestly. 
Um, so that that's unfortunate, but that's the case. Again, I, I like the idea of maybe putting some some YouTube stuff out there. Uh, but while you're here on YouTube, leave us a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate it. Mr. CJ Lilly says, have you seen Alexa's travel nightmares this week? Hey, my heart weeps for her. I mean, she's a professional traveler, unfortunately. That's, that's going to happen more to wrestlers than anybody else. Alexa Bliss? Um, yeah. What happened? I mean, she had some travel woes, delays and baggage and all that stuff. Why? Was she going through Air Canada? I was lucky in Air You Canada. were very lucky. Very lucky. You were very lucky. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully I'm the same way. Uh, actually, I don't know if I'm, I don't think I'm flying Air Canada in my way in. I'm actually taking connecting next month. We'll see how that works out. But I was like, you know what? I want to fly out 10 minutes from my house. So we'll see. Marcus Carney says, do you see that Kenny and Coda posted pics on Twitter? They're so cute. But I didn't see any bandage marks. Um, where and how bad did Kenny get bit? Kenny got bit on the arm, and um, it it has been seen and has been visible to other people. Um, that that's about the extent I can say. Until if it, it, I don't know if anything's going to come out. If they're going to be shown off, I don't know if for legal reasons he can't. People are asking who would sue who for what. Well, a guy got bit. So uh, any news on Alexa's new character or anything? Not a thing. Not a peep. Haven't heard anything. I know that they just had her teaming with Asuka for a while. But uh, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. KE775 says, heard anything about the Extreme Rules card? Yeah, Bray Wyatt's going to come back. Um, I've heard nothing. I've heard nothing. Santos says, could solo winning be to have the rematch on SmackDown? I would be shocked if they did that on SmackDown. Shocked. Um, Joel Wood says, sorry, but I just read that Mike Bennett is interested in a return to WWE. Do you think that's a possibility? Any news on Malachi's non-compete? It's an extensive non-compete. Extensive non-compete from what I understand. Uh, but... <sighs> Mike Bennett has has changed his life so much over the last few years. He's the kind of guy you want in a locker room. Uh, but I don't know if they'll go that route again um, after. I, I mean, I, I'm sure that a lot of people who left and got released are open to doing it again. So it's hard for me to say because I wouldn't have expected them to bring back Top Dalla either. And I love Top Dalla, but, you know, he wasn't trying to make friends out there after his release. So. Yeah, I saw I, Nick Aldis has been pretty public too, but wanting another shot. I, I think they should give him a shot. I think Nick no. Aldis would be very good in WWE. Hmm. Yep. Let's talk about Dominic Mysterio. So uh, I like the heel turn. Like I, I like that they went with the heel turn, and there's a lot of reasons why I like it. One of the biggest one is, with all due respect to him, he's just never going to be his dad. Yeah. You know, like his right. his dad is a generational talent. And I know that Ray used to always say, oh, Dom's, you know, more talented than I am. But that's just a, a father, you know, being kind to his kid. Dominic will never be his dad. And so when they had him out there, you know, playing the high-flying baby face, it just was never going to work. You know, he doesn't have the charisma. He doesn't have the facial expression. He can't cut a promo. His in-ring is really nothing special. Um, so I like that they're trying this dynamic with the heel turn and they're trying to help his development. It's My only. It sucked though. His well, yeah. sucked. His match was not good. He was no. sucking wind six, seven yes. minutes in. Yeah, and and I was gonna say that. So when he was at um what Jesus, what was the pay-per-view where he turned heel? 
Oh, Clash of the Castle. Yeah. When he when he turned heel and he took his shirt off, and this kid's 25, I think. He's not in great physical shape. I, 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 I don't even care about that. I don't even care about that. We're talking about a guy like six, seven minutes in. Yeah. He was breathing heavy. And the trio. And Listen, the, uh, if I if I wrestle next week, I expect to be breathing heavy six or seven minutes in. He's had 120 matches right. in his Full career time. already. It's his yeah. job to not be in that spot. Um, he's wrestled already 42 times this year. Got to gotta make sure that's not the case. Because if you're in there for 15 minutes with Edge, right. you better be able to go. Because Edge isn't going to blow up. That's for damn sure. Right. Yeah, I thought the, the three amigos suplexes. Uh, Dom, he wasn't even rotating his hips really, you know, like edge was really helping him on the three amigo suplexes. And I saw a lot of people online that were kind of joking saying Logan Paul did a better job with the three. He amigos. Did. It wasn't a joke. He did do better. He did. The only, the only thing I will say in Dom's defense is that, you know, Logan did it with uh Ray and race kind of smaller and easier sure. to maneuver. Well, but, listen, man, I watched those suplexes. Edge was doing everything he could. Now edge yes, does was. weigh a lot more. You're right. Yes. Uh, edge does weigh a lot more than, than Dominic does, but somebody says, has anyone told you Dom is lazy? No, I've never, I've never heard that. I've never heard anything bad about him. Uh, Tracy says change Dom's gear and his wrestling style. If I were him, I'd be, you know, art bar wasn't a great person <laughs> based on what he did, but I'd be studying his in ring tapes, um, for sure. But yeah, th there's. That, that's who I'd probably try to model myself after if I were him in the ring, only in the ring. Right. I mean, I, again, I like the, the potential with judgment day and him and Rhea Ripley together and stuff. Um, I just haven't seen, he hasn't shown me yet that he's going to grab the bull by the horns. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, all right. Uh, next thing I want to do is I want to plug, uh, know your news. My, uh, my new platform starting tomorrow, Thursday. Is it new? Is it new, Jimmy? When it's inside of a year, it's new. Okay. And then once it's outside of a year, I stop saying new. But okay. inside of a year, it's new. All right. All right. So man. so now on Thursday, starting tomorrow, the 15th, I'm doing my weekly podcast live at 3 p.m. Eastern time where I talk stupid news, funny news, crazy shit. I have a different guest every week. This week, it's Issa the Demon Diva. And, oh, wonderful. Uh, yeah, she's going to be fun. I know I'm going to have fun with her. So 3 o'clock Eastern time, uh, tomorrow the 15th and every Thursday. And then we have a couple of new podcasts. One is called TLR, The Ludicrous Report. It is on Tuesdays. At you got Ludicrous. Luda. <laughs> Had to put the money forth, John. Jimmy, what in the world is in that bag? What you got in that bag? What bag are you talking about? The one that has a couple of cans of whoop-ass because you did a good-ass job of just eyeing me, spying me. So anyway, the Ludicrous Report, 3 o'clock Eastern on Tuesdays. It's about the stupid side of pop culture. Uh, Demon Diva and Joey Carney are the co-hosts of that one. And on Saturdays at 4 o'clock Eastern time, we have a new one called Gaming Gone Weird with Jules the Human and Cresta Star talking about gaming and the weird side of gaming. And so check those out, knowyournews.com, youtube.com slash knowyournews. It's fun, man. Every week I like doing this, talking this, all the silly shit that happens in this world that will never, ever end. It'll never end. Well, if so you, uh, in addition to like getting, uh, you like getting news like that, go to fightfulselect.com, subscribe for exclusive wrestling news, podcasts on top of that. Uh, not just news we break. If somebody else breaks news, you, you damn well better believe we're going to have additional details on it on FightfulSelect.com. 
We are on TikTok at Fightful.com as well. Check that out. Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff as well. Uh, make sure you show it some love, guys. We greatly appreciate it. And if you want to tune in to the AEW post show tonight and you want to leave your question or statement, but you won't be there live, humperchats.com. Go over there. It'll get your question or statement read on the air. Uh, we've got, let's see here. We've got Devin the Doppler saying, think we'll get further development on the whole MJF Stokely group tonight. Love you, Sean and Jimmy. Yes, I think we'll we'll get some more answers about that. Were they hired guns? Were they, like, what is the mission statement of this Stokely group? I'm still really, really uncertain there as as well. But Jimmy, what else you got? Anything? Uh, no, the last thing I want to do is I want to put I want to put over uh, John Moxley. He should be the mm -hmm. AEW MVP of the year because he, he so, should be on vacation. Is what he should. Yeah. Be. So I I did. So I knew before Dynamite last week. I knew that he was supposed to have the week off, mm -hmm. uh, and that he was obviously called in because they were short short on talent. What I didn't know was that he apparently had a six week vacation planned. Yep. And the company man that he is, he basically put that on hold so that he could be you know be at TV. Props to that guy. Props to that guy. And I don't know, uh, you know, if Tony Khan's doing him any favors, you know, bonuses, anything, but he Hope fucking so. deserves everything because props to that guy, man, that he's, that he, that promo that he cut was great, passionate on Dynamite last week. Now he's in the tournament. Uh, he's probably going to beat the ever-loving piss out of Sammy Guevara tonight on Dynamite. But uh, props to that guy and Jericho too. Chris yeah. Jericho too. Well, um, so, yep. Yeah. Uh, he was supposed to come back in Cincinnati as Fightful Select reported. And speaking of FIFA Select, Brighton Gate says, is your Q&A going to be Friday since there's Ask Grapsity tomorrow? Um, mine won't be tomorrow. I'll see when mine's going to be. But Ask Grapsity is going to be tomorrow. So subscribe to FightfulSelect.com for that. 11,100 subscribers. I can't believe it. I do believe we probably peaked out around there. Don't say uh, that, Sean. Don't say that. Don't say I that. I fully believe that. I, but, I mean, I think we'll probably settle around 10,000. But you know what? That's a good number. It should get me my Ford Bronco. Until next time, guys, we're over on the list goes on. We're out.